Oh, Lord, up in heaven above us all. He is here. He is risen. Our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Praise him, baby. Praise him, boys. Hallelujah. Hallelujah, indeed. You're on your own on this one. That's okay. Yes, that's all you. That's all right. My fellow people, you'll never forget his name. Jesus Christ. Out of all days, he's risen on Good Friday. Hmm. <laughs> that's a good point. <laughs> that's that's how weird that's how weird that announcement was. And all the jokes on social media were like the return of Christ, Jesus Christ. <laughs> oh my god. The curfew boys. Happy Easter. Happy, Happy Passover. Happy Easter. Happy Kwanzaa or Festivus <laughs> or whatever it is you celebrate. Hope you all had a good weekend. Ate too much. You ate too much? <laughs> Do tell, Adrian, what was the first uh, snack that you let go with? Adrian's back on the chip diet. Take it away, Adrian. There it is. Open the bag. First chip is being <laughs> eaten. There play This episode play. of the Griffey Boys is I want to hear. The, I want to hear the crunch. I want to hear the crunch. Here's your crunch. There yeah. it is. <laughs> ASMR, baby. ASMR. Amazing. Save that shit. Amazing. Full yeah, house some, tonight. Full I house tonight. Tears. I see some tears. Oh my god! He waited how long to do this? Forty days. Forty-one. Adrian, you no, have a seat next. You have a seat next to God. Really? For fucking mega trips? Relax. No, no you don't. Full <laughs> <laughs> house, Sammy here with Anthony, Joey, Chris, Zook. You know. Hello, hello. How was your weekend, guys? It was delicious. Very good. Good. Relaxing. Eat a lot. Food, lots of alcohol. Oh yeah. Are you still, lots of uh, everything, right? Are you still recovering? No. No. no? no. Okay, that's good. Well, look like it. drank again today, so I mean, what? Uh, that's the best a, way to recover. Is that explains day. why you weren't at work. Not kidding. Oh, <laughs> oh shit! I'm kidding. Black, I'm kidding. Blackmailing your boss, yeah. hey Zook? No, I like no, it. I like it. <laughs> Constant meetings, this guy. It is what it so, is. yeah. What a what a it was a it was a this was a weird Easter for me. I found I don't know what it was. Just uh. It was relaxing, nothing crazy, but nothing too, uh, nothing too exciting. Yeah. Usually, usually every year I'm excited for Easter. I just maybe it's because I worked the weekend, so I was probably dead ass tired. Yeah, Sam, the family didn't get together. We didn't have the uh, the whole spread that we usually have with all the yeah, desserts I think and that's everything why. like that. So I think that's why. Yeah, yeah, but uh, it is what it is. Uh, nevertheless, hope you all had a good time with families. That's what's uh, really important. Boys, before uh, we talk about uh, the return of our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ, um, kind of want to uh, just just take a little uh, side route over here. Friday, Good Friday, they announced Price's return, but they also delivered, you know, what was pretty much a sad news in the world of hockey. 
the uh, the the passing of New York Islanders legend Mike Bossy. And uh, I don't know about you guys, but but I'll speak for myself here, being a like a hockey fan, like a diehard hockey fan, not just of the Canadians, but the sport itself. Like it was, it was, it was, uh, it was tough. It was a, uh, it was a weird day in terms of like emotions, you know, because you hear about Mike Bossy passing away, and then you hear about Carey Price's return. So it was a very like. It was it was a, it was a weird day for me, and you know I, I I know they they announced that a week well, it was a week ago or a week and a half ago they put him into palliative care. So I didn't even know he was sick. Yeah, he had yeah. he had he, he had, was on TV yeah, not too long ago. Well, that's like, the thing, and the, the the weird thing about it is Zook is I remember watching his last appearance on TV mm-hmm. when he announced that he's leaving to go get treated for cancer. No, he's gonna be fast. back. He's, he's saying he's gonna be back. He's gonna like not to like he's gonna fight it, mm-hmm. you know. So saying the right things and showing uh, and showing bravery. But, yeah. but then you hear he's getting palliative care, placed in palliative care, and uh, you knew it was it was a matter of time. And unfortunately, you know that's that's what happens in life. And what I want to get what I want to get here about. Um, about Mike Bossy is, I, 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 when it, when he passed away, I, it brought me back to the day that my father talked about him. Uh, there's, there's, there's many things my father did throughout my life that I'll always be grateful for, but him being a diehard hockey fan, like he did what every hockey fan should do. And that is tell the stories of, of legends of past, mm-hmm. of past players that you know he grew up watching you know i saw these guys they brought their best they they created a legacy and as a hockey fan i feel like it's our responsibility to share those legacies throughout you know the next generations and that's what my dad did to me at a young age he he obviously told me the stories about Habs legends you know he he watched he watched the teams of the 70s he watched Guy Lafleur and Dryden and Larry Robinson, and he watched Bob Gainey and Guy Carboneau. He watched those guys, and Patrick Watt, too. He watched those guys do Real talent. Yeah, pretty much the players that made the Montreal Canadiens what they are to this day. But he also went outside of the Montreal Canadiens, and he told me all about his favorite player, which is Bobby Orr. But then he goes, oh, and don't ever forget about Mike Bossy. I'm here like Mike Bossy, like, who is he, you know? And, you know, this, after, after he first mentioned that name, like, as you get older and you see past highlights on these sports channels and you got to see who Mike Bossy really was, you know, you read the history books and what he did for the Islanders in the 80s, that dynasty. Yeah, four he, consecutive cups. He, he was he was probably the most natural goal scorer ever. Maybe, ever. I think so. Yeah. So basically, he scored seventy percent of his shots. Well, that was how, how crazy is that? Insane. Though yeah. it's insane. Yeah. It's, it's and, nine. It's not even. It's way above. Ovechkin. And talking and talking about that. history, the missing piece to the Islanders for several years was mm-hmm. in fact a goal scorer. So what Sammy was saying, it plays directly into it. Mike Bossy was that key piece that came in. 
that settled one of their biggest lapses in their play. And that led them to the consecutive Stanley Cup wins and all the success that they had. So, and, and yeah. the abs and the absolute crazy thing is that, you know, we, we could argue that Sam Pollock is probably the best Montreal Canadiens general manager in, in, in the history of this team. And he'll probably not known for this move he didn't make, but the worst move he made was not selecting Mike Bossy. And I forgot which, I don't know if it was the 78 or the 79 draft. Some might have been around that time. But yeah, apparently Pollock, Sam Pollock could have drafted Mike Bossy and he just didn't. You know, they thought they thought they were going to pick him seeing he's a Montreal native. And, you know, that just it just didn't happen. This is before then, the round. Uh, the, what do you call it? Um, like the uh, it, it was before the system that we know nowadays, right? Of the of the drafting. No, or was it still, like, no, there was still, it no, was still there. Still, uh, it was still there. It started then. Okay, it started around well, that. Well, Do you remember he, who they picked instead, Sam? Uh, Na- Napier. Is it Napier? Yeah, what's, what's Napier. Na- I forgot his first name. It is Napier. Uh, Mark. Na- Mark, Na- and he still had a pretty good career. career I mean, just yeah, not Mike Bossy level. I mean, he scored forty goals, but Mike Bossy scored fifty for almost God knows how many seasons. Well, he has nine uh, nine seasons. He's tied and, with Gretzky, and Ovechkin is a season away. Of yeah. tying that record, there's only two NHL and a lot less games. And there's, there's only two NHL players that hit 50 goal seasons, and that's Wayne Gretzky and Mike Bossy. There's, there's a. But story. Wayne Gretzky has a lot more games, I think, right? Like played. Than Bossy. Well, yeah, but well, Mike Bossy's career was shortened just because of injuries. Hmm. So you think if you think with 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 those stats, those numbers put up, you would think that his career was shortened because of back injuries. If he played 15, 20 years. Oh, forget it. Where would he? he where, do you th- where do you think he would be in the record books? Top number one. Top I think. Two. I. Th- I think he could probably beat. I wouldn't say records. number one. I. I. I don't think. Gretzky's in terms of goals, is... maybe maybe in goals, just goals. Yes. Yeah, maybe, maybe not. not maybe not points, but I'd say goals, maybe. Yes. And it's crazy. Here, here's here's a here's an interesting story about Mike Bossy that I heard over the radio. Is that he became the first player to score fifty goals in fifty games. Since Maurice Shard, right? That game that he scored his the fiftieth in fifty games, he went on another. He went on a two on one play with I. I don't know if it was Gillies, him too. May he rest in peace. I don't know if it was with Gillies or Brian Trottier, but they went on a two on one, and Bossy could have actually scored. Apparently, like he said, like he 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 could have beaten the goalie to get his fifty first goal, but what he decided to do was he passed it to his line mates, which I'm pretty sure now, now that I think about it, it was Brian Trottier. And so they asked him, why didn't you go for the 51? You could have actually gotten a new record. And he goes, I owe Brian, I owe Brian Trottier uh, all of my 50 goals because of him. So he deserves a goal. So he, I was Austin Matthews. He would have never done it because he recently know, scored 51 and 50. So, this is, you know, that's just the that's just one of probably many examples that Mike Bossy left as a legacy, and you know, it's the old our, school respect. You don't see that anymore. It's <laughs> it's, exactly. it's 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 if you don't see it, it, it you probably don't hear much about it. But that's that's just the kind of guy he was. Even after his career, apparently he was super nice with hockey fans, with Islanders fans, and. You know, we our our our, our thoughts uh, go out to his family and even the uh, the New York Islanders organization. It's it's too 
it's two of their legends they lost within the last like four or five months i believe so mm-hmm. it's uh it, 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 it was it was tough it was it was a it was a weird good friday for for me at least personally so you know you hear that and then <laughs> you hear carry prices coming back so it's mixed emotions it was big time mixed emotions for me saying why did he need to come back in the season that seems lost because it matters a lot to him to come back to this team he is their leader he wanted to know before the offseason where he stood so much energy in the building tonight and emotion here's a moment of silence as well for islander legend and hockey hall of famer mike bossy who passed away today at the age of 65 and this makes me Such believe weird that he's not going anywhere that's what i was just about to say okay so he's gonna be rolling around in his machete. Here. He's going to be rolling around. He can't walk. He's going to be a Machokinator. I'm done. <laughs> Until he can't What's walk. A He's going to be a Machokinator. What is that accent? He's going to be a Did you hear his interview today? I did hear his interview. There were key... He thinks he said in his interview today, but actually before, before we talk about his interview today, I actually want to talk a bit about, I want to talk about a bit about uh, his interview that he said post game. Um, You know, when he said, uh, obviously it felt really great, but he goes, I, I, I felt wanted by, by the fans. So I think, I, 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 I think you see, in maybe the tip of the iceberg, but the struggles that maybe mentally that he went through this year, like a lot, like not, not just, not just, not just in, in the off season, but even throughout the entire year, it's, it, it, I can't imagine how not easy it's been or how difficult for lack of a better word. There's, there's, you, you know, we we're here thinking like these guys have it all. You know, especially him, he makes $10 million a year. We think he's living the life. It's, it's, I don't think it's as simple as we think. Honestly, I don't even think he gives a shit about the money he's making. He's that, he, based on his roots, like his heritage, they don't care about money. He's all about his roots. He's all about, you know, uh, respect. He's all about, you know, uh, commitment. Mm-hmm. leadership he doesn't care about the money that's a side product of his talent fine okay he's making good money but but Ant was saying he gave that vibe recently that he's not going to be going anywhere and it's not for anything it's not because of his contract okay it's partly you know the technicalities of his contract don't you know make it harder for Canadians to move him but beyond that I think he wants to stay much on Canadian for the point of he wants to retire as a hab. If oh, look, he, guy... And if he doesn't win, he doesn't win. It is what it is. But he's been the leader. He's done the max that he can. And that's what it is. Well, Zook, um, uh, you mentioned that it's not based on money. And I think you're right. Well, there's a physical aspect to it. The guy wants to know if his knee is okay to play hockey because he loves hockey. Yeah. No matter how you look at it, the guy, but it's a mental aspect too. He just generally misses playing. And I just think he generally misses playing 
for the Montreal Canadiens. He, yeah, he just wants to be back in the Bell said, Center. He said it himself. Well, look, the commentator yeah. said it. You know, there's nine games, the eight games left. The season that they're having, what was the point of him coming? And that was the point of what Joey just said. It's him wanting to play the love, like the love of the sport, the love of this team, the love of the city. He didn't have to come back. He didn't. The, the season could have just ended and, you know, he, he recu- recuperates for another few months and then comes back in October. But he didn't have, he did it right and, away. Well, imagine the, even, to- the re- even the recovery, he would have went through a whole summer knowing like, can I still play? Can I not? Yes, I think that would have exactly. been a huge burden on exactly. him. Bingo, exactly. Bingo, Joey. Yeah. I wanted to ask you guys, was there anything written about, uh, about like how his knee held up? Yeah, he, he said, said he was he- okay. Well, okay, he said that's important because remember Rask too. He came back. He said there was a lot of swelling. Two, three games later, he retired. <laughs> no, no, no. Okay, you're talking about after the game. He said he yeah. felt, felt fine, but throughout throughout the, his recovery stages, he said. No, no, I'm saying nowadays, his, but like no, his no, game. Yeah, he said he's fine, fine, but like it's a day to day thing. But he, uh, in his press conference today, he said that his his knee there was a lot of swelling in his knee, so he couldn't do a lot after of the game. No, 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 no. Through, oh, throughout, 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 uh, throughout his uh, his recovery Jeez. stages. Okay, good. Okay. Yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> okay. he basically if it happens everything... again, uh, it's not a good sign. He basically let everything out today. Good. Yeah, he really did. And like they but... asked him about everything, and he just, you know, like you said, he's still uh, he's still coping with the the loss. Yeah, so. I'm I'm gonna play that. To actually, have it right. Over before you play that, Sam, yeah. that's yeah. to show you how behind the Montreal Canadiens organization is in terms of you know uh, surrounding the players with support staff, psychologically speaking. Before that, with Bergevin, they didn't have any sports psychologists or you know, they had the players and that's it. If, if they, they were depressed. Off to program or well, off to well, depression they, or off to this, prob- well, no, off to probably, drugs, and, 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 and that's it. Now, probably, uh, people <laughs> around the team who take care of them, feed them, <laughs> uh, talk to them. <laughs> you, make it sound, you make it sound like, like Bergevin had sources of fucking different no, drug areas where he could go. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's kidding, the little but, details that count. See, like Anthony well, has to say about the small details, but that's a small detail. Well, that's, I, I, I think we're too caught up and have too much post traumatic stress stress syndrome of what old management did like we have to well, give we have to give gordon and hughes a chance what they're gonna do this offseason but especially you have we have to not that we're gonna know in full detail what they want to do with 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 price but you know they're gonna have the meeting with him they're gonna sit down and they're gonna tell him what their plan is whether he wants to stick to it whether he wants to be a part of it that's on him. Only only he could decide where he wants to go. If he wants to stay, he stays. That's great. If he wants to go, he's gonna have to waive his no movement clause or his no trade clause. It's gonna be you all have up to, to wave him. everything. You have to. He's gonna have to waive everything for sure. Mm-hmm. But but the team will yeah. not. I don't. I'm not gonna say build around him. I don't think they'll make decisions based on him. Maybe they'll make decision on a business standpoint, like oh, okay, we can't move the ten million dollars type of decision but they won't base their decisions on what they're going to do if he's there or not. No, no. I just believe no, it more and more every day. No, they're um, not. No, Joey. they're not. They're, they're telling, they're going to be like, this is what we're doing. Do you want to stay here or not? Uh, guys, I don't, maybe I'll, I'll challenge you guys on that. What if they say, 
uh, look, we're better than we think. This is a quicker turnaround. No, we we're not. want to compete in the next. They the team might. is not. The team is not. I'm not <laughs> saying not. that the team is. I'm saying what might ber- be perceived by the head office. And if they're bringing back the same, if they're going to bring back the same lineup, no. Okay, we're not going to have the same conversation as always, but we've said on paper they're better. No, they are better. No, this team is shit. I'm sorry to say, no, they are better than their record on paper. And if they if they choose to not compete, but just give it a run within the next two to three years, no, 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 stop, stop, guys, Chris, I would be on your side. I would be. No, I, I would be on your side, Chris, if the player of price, the talent of price was in a forward or maybe a defenseman, but as a goalie, um, I'm not saying goalie is not important. It's just, it's not the best, uh, how do I say, not the best way to carry your team and win. Look, I don't even think price played bad Friday. I really don't think. Not at and all. Even if price was super price Friday, they still lose that game. Well, and guys. if you cannot score and you cannot defend, well, your goaltender isn't going to help you. Well, we'll see what Colorado does this playoff run because if yeah, Colorado but that's chokes Chris. again, no, but Chris, that's different. You're talking on, about a team. On, compare you're talking. You're talking about a team that okay, maybe they're missing a goalie, but they're coming up against top contending teams that can score, that can score and defend. We can't do neither. No, I com- that much I agree. I'm I'm simply saying. Again, I, come playoffs, score. Look, look, Chris. I, multi- I see. Multi- I get what you're saying. No, but 100%. it's a multi. Yeah, and it's a multifaceted. And I and I stand by you. And to me, I, you stand by defend. him because that's your prediction. No, 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 I, I we want, have a little yeah. bit more of an idea what this team could look like with price back. Okay, this hold is... on. Chris, finish your point, and I'll say what I have to say, but okay. I'm going to keep it short because I don't want to repeat what I said last episode, but I'll, uh, I'll say what I have to say. Again, I think it's perfectly clear. We're building around Caulfield and Suzuki. Those are I, I agree with you guys in that. I still think that, that price is a key factor, and yes, the fact that his contract is hard to move factors into that decision, but I think if they want to be competitive and they want to have, let's say, an actual true veteran presence, I think price factors into that. But most importantly, the the last point that we were making is we'll see how Colorado does with an average goalie, in my opinion, good average to good goalie. And we'll see what goal scorers like Austin Matthews, who's dominating this year, we'll see how much that that game tightens up and how much these guys are scoring in the playoffs because we we got blessed firsthand seeing how different the game is when it gets to the postseason. And I think that, again, even Price, after having a crappy year, your goaltending in the postseason is more important than goal scoring in the postseason. Yeah, but we got to get so, to the postseason first. Go, uh, go, Anthony. Look, not, not to get into it again, but I know, Joe, you don't like that I have three scenarios like, <laughs> written three, down. Three, you I have do. like 70. Do you have a fourth? Whatever. Do you have a fourth right now? You have two uh, more. If Montreal makes no, four, got five. four moves before June, they're going to compete in three years. But wait, if they only oh, make three by July, they're g- there's about okay, 70 Joe. scenarios. Look, I have two main ones. Yeah, my Anthony's, main doc- one is- Anthony's Doctor Strange. He just fucking sees all the scenarios. <laughs> Look, my, my, two, my two main scenarios is one, I see what Joey and Sam see. 
okay? And that's building on the draft and building on the on, on the picks that we have going forward, okay? And yes, seven, eight seasons, whatever. But now I've always said it. That's the route they're going to go if that's what they want to do. But seeing Carey Price back and seeing that his days are numbered in his career and based on like what Chris is saying, I still believe that we are better on paper than what we see on the ice. We saw a glimpse of what we thought we were going to see at the beginning of the season when Marty came in. Okay. What we saw that seven game winning streak when Marty came in was the halves we expected at the beginning of the season. Yeah. You can all agree to that. Yeah. But that's okay. The, but the, the honeymoon, was that, 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 that was I know it's a honeymoon, honeymoon phase. I, I, it's I, over. It's over. I agree man. with you, Sam. Losses against Seattle. Losses against Arizona. Eight goals against Capitals. Cat score against the Islanders. You, you can't Joe, fix this. I'm not. Hold, okay. Hold not, on. Let him finish. Let him finish. The team we have right now is not going to win us a game in two, a, a, a playoff run or a Stanley Cup in two or three seasons. I agree with you. I'm not denying okay. that. Yeah. Okay, not okay, denying okay. That. So, okay, but what's so then? What's the solution? Again, to well, I to me, I'll, my scenario direction will happen <laughs> in, in the off season and okay. next year of what they decide to do. If if we like. And we said this last episode, and Chris said it as well. If the picks are used to trade for players yeah. that already have the years in the NHL, okay, like it's there's one thing okay. of picking a, a round three next year or whatever, a round two or a round one, okay. or you and pick a player who was our first rounder who already has two years in, like Lafreniere. Okay, wow, I said his name right. Wow, but just nice. to Good say, what a know, goal he scored! Huh? Do you see that goal he scored? I know, beautiful, but beautiful. Goal. Look, no, I, I again, I might, <laughs> I may be an optimistic Habs fan shoot me if you want I still have faith in what I see okay I'm not I I, I strongly don't believe it's going to take nine years to win and I still have a lot of love and respect for Carey Price and I still think that management wants to make this guy win a game I think he deserves it and I and I, I know last point you know someone said I don't remember who said they're not building around Price I agree they I think they they left that that path of building a team around price, but I still think they want to give him something. And again, this is all, all depends on the moves they do in the offseason and next year. If they tank next year for Bedard and we have that vision, they, you see that I sense hope, that they're doing I that. Hope, I hope they do. That's that's if, the only if, way. Okay, but if that's the direction they're going, then yes, Sam Joe, I'll fucking Ben, uh, fucking bow down and say, yeah, it's nine years. <laughs> yo, 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 what? And I'll say you're right. That's, eight, that's my lucky night. Okay. <laughs> but I still have optimism in the future. You, I don't you see say, a you say you, you say these trades, they might do the trade. If you're any general manager in the league, would you accept that trade? What kind of trade? A trade of picks I, I, for a picks for it, to give up to give up almost your almost not that he's your top end talent, but maybe a player that that is has the potential to be your top end your it top depend, end talent. It, hold on, okay. I'll answer that question. And and Chris said it before. It depends on how this playoff goes. We've seen it offhand that fucking a season and a playoff is two different yes, uh, two different yeah. things. Okay. Yeah. Right now, Toronto thinks that they're a different team. They finally found the recipes of of, of beating, uh, finishing round one. They said it. I mean, I'm reading it. Yeah, yeah that's why they, it. And that's why you we know? laugh at them. I know. Let's say they fucking t- uh, lose again, and they don't make it round one. Teams yeah. like that, like Colorado, who are expected to win and get eliminated round but, one. Teams but, like Toronto, but, they might wake up and say, "Guys, I don't think we have the recipe to win. Let's start, you know, moving things around again no. and trade." Yeah, to, but to there's, something, there's something. There's something about full rebuild, but there's certain little rebuilds that they can do. 
there, there's you know, there's something wrong about that. And I'll tell you one thing. The concept makes sense, but the problem is the Canadians have no salary cap space. Yes, I agree even with for that picks as well. I agree well, with that point as well. That's yes, the problem. That's another, in my that's another issue. That's, and that's... who makes the most on our team? Our topic of the night. There you go. It's price, but that that's don't... what's holding I... us back. Look, all these points that you guys are making sense. make sense. I get it. We have a salary issue. We have, you know, we don't have the be... right team to win. Again, it all depends. And again, this is me being optimistic. I could be wrong right now. I, I'm not saying that I'm right and I we're winning in three years. I, I'm saying that you guys have valid points, and I strongly believe that we have a salary cap issue. We don't have a team on paper to win a Stanley Cup. We have a lot of fucking, you know, Gallagher, who I love the guy, but, you know, he's getting paid too much for what he does. I get I get all those scenarios. Mm-hmm. But too much. The, I guess there's the optimism that I have for mm-hmm. the team. Okay, I'm a big Habs fan, whatever, and, you know. But I also have a lot of faith in, in, in Gordon and Hughes. For yeah, some reason, yeah. I feel like this guy has something in – like some magic in his hat that he's going to pull out of nowhere. And again, one last point, I'm going to repeat it one more time. If Colorado does not win round one or Toronto does not win round one or Edmonton, okay, these players like McDavid and Matthews and Martin and all these guys going through the same bullshit every single year might just oh, say, yeah. get the, I want to get the fuck out of here. Yep. And, and, what, and what are you gonna what are you gonna trade for them? I, I'm not saying we're gonna go get Marner and <laughs> okay. Matthews, but I'm just saying there's certain teams that have all the assets and are not doing anything about it. They're not fucking winning. They might have to do some. They need a goalie. To... Those those teams need a goalie. I'm just saying I, I don't want I don't want price I don't want price to go to any of those teams. Carolina needs a goalie now. Me neither. Me neither. And. Look, I'm not saying I'm right. I'm not saying you're wrong. I'm not saying anything. I just, for some reason, there's something in my gut that I feel like Gordon and Hughes are going to do something again. You know, yeah, no, time I, will tell. And that's when I'll make my decision on what scenario I'm, I'm right in or where I believe in. I'm going to drop the ball here. Uh, Sam, before, oh, no. before I get to that, Sam, next time you see your cousin, explain what making the playoffs and competing means. So I don't think he grasped that in our argument. He he's he he he's right there next. No to you. no 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 no. You We're could, not going to explain ex- it on pod. We already ex- explained it to Anthony on pod. We could do this off pod. <laughs> no, but <laughs> of course, yourself. of course, I, I know what the difference between making playoffs and competing is. Okay, and we when it comes to the fucking playoffs, it's all about heart and fucking <laughs> blood and sweat. Okay, you can have oh, the Mitch Marners, which and the which Brendan Gallagher, fucking, which Brendan Gallagher okay? does every time. Okay, Second, I was going to compliment. I was going to compliment Anthony. Anthony, I'm going to compliment you now. I'm actually glad we have optimistic uh, Hab fans. We need, we need some of these to keep, keep, keep oh it going for the rest of the fans. Some of these, some of these, Joey, but Joey, you pieces of shit. Some of you people, you people, yeah, you people, <laughs> you. some of you optimistic Hab fans. No, but no, I'm, but, I'm, no, but Joey, I'm not, I'm not, I'm. I'm a realist. I'm on both ends. No, dude, no, that's not a realist. That's not a realist. Okay. You're saying we'll talking two, three years. years okay? Okay? No, oh my God. Jo- this is the greatest. And Joey, Joey, there's nothing better than a fight on the podcast to keep fans entertained. So, of course, I know the difference between making the playoffs I and, could agree and competing. To that too. And we're not going to be competing anytime soon. The only thing is that we are going to be competitive. We're not going to be competitive. To me, is competitive. Okay. Okay. No, hold on. Hold on a sec, guys. Are we going to be competitive under Marty St. Louis yes. as, as of next year? Absolutely. But are we going to be a winning team? I don't no. think I don't think with this roster. 
No, of course not. But, but, and that's the thing. I just, again, we're not building, and this is something that Anthony said, uh, price is not the main factor that we're building around. I said it clearly. Caulfield and Suzuki are going to be the two main pieces. Maybe mm-hmm. Shane Wright, God, uh, I think, I God think willing. I think Romanov too on defense. I think especially, yes. especially the way he's been playing lately. Yeah, but he's, price, he's but price, but price could still be a significant factor in leading the transition. I get towards okay. winning. Sure. Okay. The problem, not the problem. The question I have, and it's a legit question that, that I'm wondering, is at this stage in Price's career, he's going to be turning. I think he's turning 35 before the next season starts. Considering the history of injuries he's having, is it fair to place that responsibility on him to to actually steal games for God no for like seventy five percent of these upcoming seasons? Let's say let's say let's say Gordon no. and Hughes let's say Gordon and Hughes they're going with an advanced rebuild. It's it's a rebuild, but but at a faster pace than. Than maybe teams like Toronto and Colorado did. Let's let's they say did that. it in New York. Is, they did it in New York. Well, okay, yeah, but they also well, signed Panarin. Good luck finding Panarin on the market. It doesn't he's come a, off. He's good. a free, he's a free agent at the end of the season, and so is Johnny yeah, Goudreau. Yeah, and I know, a, I know, I know, I know, no, no, but no, but let me, let me just finish my question here. Is 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 it fair to put all that responsibility on his shoulders again to to they to help them help help them to. How can I phrase this? I know what you're saying. Is it fair to expect Carey Price to steal games with the team? Yes. No, but see, but that was a mindset. No, hold on. No. That was a it's a legit, vision. it's a legit, it's a no, legit no, like, question. I, 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 I don't even know what to think here, and I'm asking you guys what you guys well, think. I don't do think, think this management is gonna do that. Everybody before now was always care prices are savior. We and it was obvious no. the moment price got injured, our team yeah, collapsed. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, I don't absolutely. think Gordon and Hughes had that mindset of care price is gonna win it all. They're gonna have that mindset of care price is a good asset, but we're gonna give him the team he deserves in front of him, and then Carey Price is the bonus. It's going to be the opposite. yeah, but 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 how but how long of is course. that team that team that they're going to put in front of him? How long does it take though for them to be not just Three competitive, years. not just competitive, but a, but a, 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 like a winning group to Price the point where they become be contending? But Three it's years that to be competitive. I agree. Okay, so Joey, it all depends. Because so so here here's here's my thing, Anthony. With depending on the moves they do. I think Hugh said he wants to be aggressive in the free agency. I hope he gets one of these guys. You know, there's Panarin that's a free agent. There's uh, there's Johnny Goudreau, who's, who's you know, he's Can having I, a, an amazing season. 100 in points. 100 points. He's, yeah, and how much do you think he's going to ask? But that's, and, but that's the thing, though. Like, I want Hughes to be aggressive. I want him to get one of those players. But it's going to cost a lot. And unfortunately, I think, not I think, I know the Canadians are in salary cap trouble. They're going to have to trade those guys at – they're gonna have to trade certain guys to make that room. Some okay. of those guys are who? There's the Mike Question. Hoffmans. There's there's the Johnson I mean, Dwayne. You, fought, you, you, you could put you could throw in Gallagher. God forbid you throw in you throw in a Josh Anderson because he's making a lot. I don't want it. I don't. You, you know what I mean? I, Joey, I'm not staying. Okay, Joe, some hard staying. Let's Suck see. Let's Savard see. Is staying. Petrie, Petrie in theory is going, but is there still gonna be enough? Not necessarily. Okay, well, I, I, I still want to answer Sam's question. I, I, that this was the the bomb I wanted to drop. If it were me, 
and well, can't you said it? We're last in the table. We're second last now, but we're top in cap friendly. Again, that doesn't make sense. So to answer Sam's question, no, it's not fair on price because that's all we're going to expect. So if it were me, I'm sorry. I would trade him in. If we get the right offer, I would trade him in the off season. Trade price? You can't. I'm not saying you can't. Luke, that's another subject. What, what would I it, it's the subject. You can't trade him. A team could say, not I saying want if price, can, I'll give you cannot. my city. You could say no, and it's done, and there's no trade. I get that, Zook. I'm, I'm not talking about if they can't, can't or can't. I'm saying what, what I would do fundamental. to answer Sam's question. I would... Yeah. I would trade him if you have the right opportunity. For sure, but it's, what, what, it's like Anthony had a sure. Anthony had a theoretical question. Excuse me. Okay, Hughes July first is very aggressive, very mm-hmm. aggressive. Mm-hmm. Okay, gets rid of some picks and signs a Panarin or, or a Giroux. How do you see the vision? I don't want Giroux. Well, hold on, Giroux, no, but hold on, hold on. Time out. Time out. You're not going to you're not going to trade picks to sign a free agent. No, no, I know. No, no. Well, yeah, okay. He can afford Panarin. Eventually, he has to trade some picks later on to make room for Panarin later on. You can't just sign Panarin on July first without having. Well, he's going to ask. He has to trade players first. Exactly. He has to trade players. So, so, yeah. Okay. 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 Let's so that signs, happens. Yeah. He signs Panarin. Yeah. Do you see still the seven to nine year vision? Or now you're dropping well, too an aggressive well, to the Panarin, Well, Panarin is. He, I mean, if they do sign Panarin, no. okay, he's gonna be. He's definitely gonna be the right wing, the left winger. But it's the vision. Or it's now you're. No, you're I know. Seeing this team going yes, in a different direction. It's not building yes, on draft. Yes, Anthony. Yes, Anthony. We have a superstar finally on the team. I I agree, but <sighs> there's still there needs to be more though yes and, yes but that's you know, no no you're right you have, you, have, you, have, you, had, you had a scoring touch you had a you had a, you have a a, a, a a one of the best left wingers in the league let's let let's just see having a, have your best centerman in the league almost suzuki was scoring all these well not, not not the best not, but he's not yet there. but he's he's making he's a name for himself yeah okay okay but but but, but you you need secondary scoring too as well now if let's say they draft shane wright He's their number two centerman. Okay. Is it fair to put all that scoring responsibility on this kid, 18, 19 years old, getting. He's not going to make it the first year. No, no, no. But my question is my question I'm trying to ask is if they make that aggressive move, I, I don't you now see the mindset of the team? Are you talking about one move? Are you I, talking I, about let's one say move? it's the first move. Let's say July 1st, he signs Panarin. Okay. Well, now, depends you're what sitting follows. down it here. Depen- right now, you're it, sitting it depends down here. What the team is thanking. Right it now, depends what follows, Panarin. Anthony. It really, it really, really depends what follows. If you now, tell me I we just sent, if you tell me we just signed Panarin and then we keep everything else, we have no because our defense is still completely. hundred percent, hundred percent, it's garbage. Yes, but I, I, I'm, I strongly believe he's going to sign Panarin. He's going to. There's going to be follow, moves to follow because. Yeah, but that means you're not going to sign an elite player. Panarin, but Panarin is going to make price money. And you need to get rid of players to sign other players. And good luck again getting rid of Gallagher, Drouet, who have no trade. Of course, points. but if he signs Panarin, he I think he's a smart enough GM to know that he has to do all what you're saying, and he probably you, has things ready for that, right? Do you think uh, the Canadians are risking? Not risking. Sorry, they're not going to bother Price, but they're they're gambling on the fact that he's going to get like injured next few years, so that. They could liberate his salary. He is injury prone. He is injury. But that's what I'm saying. So I just just want to make moves rushing it. I just want to make a correction here. I really, really thought for the life of me. I don't know why Panarin was a free agent, but he's not. 
He's still locked in for another one, two, another this four seasons. Apart. This whole yeah. <laughs> sorry, Anthony. No, okay. Anthony, I truly didn't mean he, he, he's, Panarin, he, he's over control, 11. Say, he's yeah. over 11 million. Well, look, I, I know for a fact the free agents like uh, like Johnny Goudreau is definitely one of them. Uh, I know of Gandy Malkin is another one. Chris Latang on Bergeron, Latang. You have Joe Pavelski. You have. Yeah, but these are all yeah. old guys, though. That's yeah, not yeah. that's not part of from what we know. That's not part of the vision. No, none of it. Besides, maybe I, I think Goudreau is the one that I'd like the most. Yeah, but the, that's there's 31 other teams that probably want him. Yeah, yeah for sure. of course. Yeah, but I don't know if I Malkin is in the old bracket yet. That he's, he's 35. Still has, he's 35. Yeah, he yeah, still has old. some good talent behind him. Better than I, fucking... I think. I think he's still great uh, personally, but, but him too. I think getting so guys like that. Even guys like that come available, in. Like guys for oh, four oh, and a half. Hold, mil? On, hold on a sec, go, Adri. If guys like that come in, it's for leadership. Period. Yeah. Oh, yeah. you don't want a lot of time, you know? <laughs> Do you really want Malkin walking in the room? <laughs> no, <laughs> but I'm just saying. He sounds like Arnold <laughs> post-steroid, uh, <laughs> post-steroid era. <laughs> Look, I just, I think the, I, I think my question, what I was trying to get to, it doesn't matter the name, it's just the move that they make. If it's an aggressive one, I think our the vision is not full rebuild. It's an advanced rebuild, like you said, Sam. That's no, what I'm trying to definitely get that. It's just it it's gonna be hard for him to manage all that with no, no, the present of course. Signs you know, the contracts. Let me, let me besides start. that, guys, I, I want to actually know from everybody how do you find price played his first game? He wasn't he, he wasn't challenged and, enough, but he looked rusty in my but, yeah, but he, he looked, wasn't but he wasn't terrible. He, he, looked, looked, he shut out the first two periods. He shut out the first two periods. I mean we only had 18, what it was 18 shots the whole game. No, so but, nothing uh if you, look, for him. if you look carefully, though, he was bumping into the side of his net. He was looking at times the wrong way. Like, he tracked the puck other times and made some good saves, but he's rusty. And you saw him coming out more aggressively. You know, one of the beautiful things that we, came, that we became accustomed to with Price, watch him in comparison to every other goalie. He doesn't make these exaggerated movements. He's Thanks, usually Chris. in the right place. That's it's his specialty. About, well, his specialty is... is having the best technique for exactly. a goaltender that, ever. Carey Price is likely the best all time. Of all time, he's likely the best technical goaltender. But if you looked at him, he's com- he was coming out further. He was making more aggressive movements. He was at times a little bit slower. Obviously, that's normal. He's been out yeah. of the game. He's got to do some yeah. catching up. He's, these game situations cannot be repeated or, or created in practice. Understood. But it just... It felt like it felt like a nervous style of play yeah. on his part. Abs- absolutely. I, I, I think so. He said himself, I didn't feel normal out there. Mm-hmm. And, it's, and, and, and for him to not feel normal the first time coming back in Joe, you're you're Joe, you're good with numbers. The last time he played was July seventh, twenty twenty one. That's how many days? Uh, I'm good with numbers, but uh, nine months. Nine months. Okay, that's that's in how many hours? <laughs> Such a lot of hours. <laughs> no, but like, nine months times thirty, yeah. thirty days. So that's okay. how many days he hasn't played. Nine months. Jesus. Christ. Okay. Anyways, fuck it. Um. Yeah. It, it's. But I think everybody expected that. I think 
on the overall, we were just happy that he's back. Just to see yeah. him out on the ice, just to see him starting lineup. You saw, you heard the fans. Nine reaction. months, eight they, days, two hundred eighty-two days. Thank you, Anthony. Uh, we're, we're gonna give we're gonna give you the the, the stats uh, responsibility. Go for that. <laughs> Go look at Gallagher's first. Your eyes are gonna. Burn. Oh my God! Here he is. Next. Here he is. Okay, I, I, guys, I, I really want to play. I have two clips uh, reserved here from Price's interview today. Here's the first one. Gary, could be a weird question, but how many good seasons that you want to have in this business? All of them. Uh, yeah, I just want to. Uh, I want to be able to, to to finish playing at a at a like I said last game at a, at an acceptable level. And um, you know, I don't know how long that is, but you know, at the end of the day, I want to be able to say that uh, that I left the game playing well and and not being a burden. Not be a burden, Anthony. You're so a guy that- who looks at little, uh, who looks at the small details. I didn't see. I didn't listen to the interview, and that just kind of gave me a bit of a. Yeah, but I don't want to like. I want to be able to play. What does basically the rest out of my contract? Because they asked him, "What? What do you? How long within your contract do you expect yourself to play?" And he says, "Hopefully all of them." And then you just hear, "Look, I want to be able to say that I was able to play," but then he goes, "I don't want to be a burden." And the longer he stays here with the rebuild of nine years, it will be a burden because he's holding us back. Because so of his contract, li- right? Because of his contract. So now that little saying could mean so much. Number one, they want to try to make him win you, before he you, retires. You, you or number he's two, gonna wave? trade him. Or number three. Do you think he's going to waive his trade costs? It depends because who, of the right? burden, because he feels like he's like he's becoming a burden for where the Canadians are in their face. Or it can mean that he does want to. He wants Listen. to leave the game at the top. Leave asking, the game on a high. At the t- on a high, basically. He doesn't want to leave like, oh, I regret this, I regret this, and all that well, stuff. I, but, I, but but is he also saying I don't want to be a burden because of all these injuries that I'm getting? Yeah, that's well, that, it could be that too. Or it could be the salary. So him not wanting, he wants to leave on a high. I, I so think it's a mixture a high, of all of them. I think it's a 100%. mixture of all of them because that's, unfortunately, that's what he's bit. Not that he's been a burden. In 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 the negative sense, but you know the injuries, the con and the contract that's following, and his age, all, the, all I, I'm sure all well, that is, mess, is messing up with the psyche a little bit. Well, look, just to conclude that saying, burden. No matter how you want to see it, injury, salary, or whatever, he he wants to end his career on a high. What does that mean? Either he's getting traded to a team that is Stanley Cup material. Where if he wins it, he wins it. If he doesn't, at least he got that other run. So that's the leaving on a high uh, without a burden of this team who's trying to rebuild but can't rebuild because of a $10 million salary cap. That's scenario one, Joey. Scenario two, he stays with this team and they give him that the players to try to win it with three years that he has left of his playing career. Or he retired. He, I don't know. The, the, I that little saying. It's either you're trying to win it here, or you're you're winning it somewhere else. He's not staying for a how many? We built. How many? How many years does he have left in his contract? Four. Eight, nine. What? No, no, no. You have four. What? No. You have about four left. Oh, yeah, we're talking about price. No, no, I'm saying left, left. Yeah, yeah. 
Same four. price. So he has four years left. Four. You'll yeah. be what? 39. 30, 39. 39. Okay, he's going to re- retire. Yeah. He's, uh, uh, now, question. If he retires like next year, what, what happens to his happen. contract? No, no. What happens to his contract? Let's say mysteriously his leg swells and he can't fucking play anymore. Uh, mysteriously. Good, good question. <laughs> I don't know. Mysteriously. Sleeps hit bad when Listen, he wakes you know what mysteriously well, like, is? You know is what, Joey Weber? getting to the locker room. Dude, wait, what? <laughs> what? <laughs> what? 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 So the Canadians have to buy out his contract if he's injured, right? No, they don't buy it. They 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 just pay a a cap penalty. You know, like Weber would have to be paid for a cap penalty by Nashville because it was in that contract. Montreal would just have to cover a cap penalty. Which shouldn't be much for a because a lot of his... I don't know what the new CBA should check on that, but they do have to pay a cap penalty. But that's the thing about Price is that he's back and loaded. He gets a lot of bonuses. Doesn't matter. It's it's the the cap of the average, not like what you're paying the guy the rest of the year. Okay. Doesn't matter if you're paying him two million. It doesn't mean that you have to pay him two million. That's his cap worth. Okay. So I I'd have to see Look, if Sam is right. There's a new CBA with it. I'd have to see what it would be. But yeah. because he signed this contract early, that's why it, it happens. It's only when you're I think 35 or 36 and older that you don't get hit with a cap penalty. Okay. When the guy retires, Look, because you know there's a chance of him retiring, right? If it's an older player signing a contract. Look, that burden comment changes everything. And he yeah. wants to leave on a high. For sure. He wants to leave on a high. So what does that high mean? Like I said before, it's he tries to win it with the next two years with this team. Two, three years. I know so, it's not 100% possible. Yeah. Or he get, he he removes the, 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 the no trade clause. We trade him. We retain some salary, but we get some assets. He goes yeah. to a Colorado or a Toronto or a team that's trying Ugh. to win it. He'll never go to Toronto. I mean, he'll never go to Toronto, but just to no, say no, this, not Toronto. You know, goalies. He's going west. <laughs> yeah, anti, anti. He's got to make a decision this offseason. He will not. One hundred percent. That has to be this season. It would be dumb if he waits two, three seasons. Like, oh, I can't win it for Montreal. Well, let me go somewhere. No, else. no, no. The decision is being made now, right? He's he's in it to win it or he's gone now or he knows he's staying here to retire in five years like you said sammy said it before they're going to sit him down and have the conversation with him and he has to make a decision but just that comment he wants to leave on a high but listen listen to this as well this is something that kind of caught my attention and it's something i said was an issue with him before or, or just as the season started or when we got the news that he wasn't coming back right away so mm-hmm. i just want you guys to hear this part of his interview um, you, I think that's something that, um, you know, even today, it's still hard to, uh, it's still hard to kind of comprehend, you know, um, coming so close. I think any team that has ever, ever got to that point will say that it's, it's probably taken years to get over that, you know, um, unless you get the opportunity right away and not having had that opportunity for you know, 14 years and then getting it and getting so close and, and yet being so far away. It's, uh, it's something that I'm, I'm still getting over. Um, you know, it's, uh, it's definitely, uh, definitely feels like a chance lost still. Do you know what he's talking about? It's pretty pretty clear what he's, yeah. So, you know what I mean? Like, I'm, I'm, I, I don't know if I'm adding fuel to the fire here or, or if he's adding fuel to the fire here, but I, I not that I called it, but I, I actually remember hearing Aaron Ward 
talking on TSN 690. I don't know if it was Aaron Ward, but it was one of those one of those guys there that worked for TSN. He's saying he's like, there's a lot of players out there when they lose the Stanley Cup final, like it 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 fucks with their head for a long time. Maybe not to the point where it sends them to a depression, but like it 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 it's it feels devastating to them. Like it's so hurtful that they had that chance. It's, it's, it's what they've been practicing and playing for their entire life. And you yeah, get you know so what? close thing... to it and, 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 and then boom, you lose it. So close yet it's so far. But I think this no. even hurts 10 times more for us because we weren't, like Joey says, a contending or competing team. This was a whole different story. This like we weren't even competing for the cup. They we were they were a Cinderella the story. They were a Cinderella right. story. So yeah. that even hurts more for a player. What yeah. not expecting it, they got the they got the chance, and he said it: a chance lost. And another little detail that I'm still. So uh, well, this is this is why this is so, like like you're you're the guy you you say you look and pay attention to little details here like. What we'll find out in July. This yeah, when is it? What, yeah, what, so what's your, July. No, but, okay. but what's your gut feel right now? Now hearing all those little the burden and the thing. Yeah, he he yeah. wants to leave on a high. So after the conversation he has with Gordon Hughes after the season, and they sit down and they predict their future or they start writing saying the vision. If the vision mm-hmm. is what Joey and Sammy is saying that we're gonna build in seven nine years. Then the guy is waving his way, there's no trade clause, and he's going somewhere like a team that needs him to potentially win. So he has that fight one last time yeah. and then leave. That's I, that's what he's gonna do. If they sit down and they're like, look, please give us two more years, we're gonna give you that team that we're gonna try to get you the Stanley Cup again. Let's wait, then he stays. He's not staying think, here for a rebuild. After hearing what he said, he is not yeah. if price stays. You'll it's be because shot. Gordon and Hughes are trying to win it earlier than later. If Price leaves, then we're Joey and Sammy. You're right. It's seven to nine years. What if, I think what, your scenario one is going to happen. He's gone. What if, what if they're what if they're trying to put together a winning team and a rebuild mixed together? Throwing you a stupid idea here, curveball. But what do you think? Uh, <laughs> I don't even want to answer that, Sam. You're please like, you're do, Joey. Going- Please if do. You can find, if you can define the law of physics and go in two different directions at once, I mean, then then I'll answer that question. But as of now, I mean, with what so, we have, Gordon, Gordon, happen. Gordon and Hughes are opening the fourth dimension of winning the Stanley <laughs> Cup. I'm telling you, if he, oh Neil Tyson God. DeGrassi can fuck off right now. We have Jeff Gordon. <laughs> that's but that's Ken why Hughes you know what <laughs> stupid as it sounds. I'm just being absurd. <laughs> No, but that question kind of makes sense with Gordon and Hughes, with the respect and relationship they have with everybody. I see it happening. Joey, Joey wants, wants to kill Joey, me. Joey to kill you. But he wants to bash his own head in the, on his table. Right let now. him. Let him. You need, you need, you need people like me, Joey. You need people like me. Uh, easy guess there, what? Scarface. When I'm right in two years, you you're going to get on your fucking knees. Easy, easy, easy there, Scarface. <laughs> yeah. We'll stay two years. Like yeah, exactly. Me. Jeez, every team in the East now that's supposed to make the playoffs, they clinched. But the West, there's still like four teams that need to clinch. It's it's just it's a tighter yeah, it's a tighter race. It's insane. It's a tighter race in the West. The East has oh, a man. large gap between teams. If they really I know. Do. 
for this I know, year. They really, really do. You know what sucks, though? I want to ask you guys this question, and maybe we can end it off with this question unless time you have another topic to bring up. But I, I know this is something that we've been saying for years, that we hate the new format of the playoffs, of how yeah. they I, – I miss what they used to have, the one versus eight, two versus yeah. seven, and et cetera. This whole playing the same division the first two rounds, it's the worst. Like, I find this is such a stupid format. But if Agreed. you kind of, if I, I I agree with you with with you too, Anty. But if you kind of look at it in terms of conference standings and not division standings, they almost fall into the same thing, anyways. Ish. No, maybe, no because you, no, yeah, because it, of the first round you play West. Yeah, you on. play less metropolitan teams, Sam. I get that. Hold on a sec. Let me let, let me let me explain here. What I want to look- see is one versus 16, two versus 15. That's no, going to be no, insane. No, I know. I, I, you know you why? Because tra- travel time. Travel. Yeah. Which the Canadians. So let's say Montreal have to, have to play LA Kings. Playoffs. Yeah. Let's say Montreal has to play LA Kings to play that in a seven game series. It, it's, it's kind of brutal. And then let's say Toronto plays somebody like Ottawa. It, it's, it's kind of like, you know, and then the next one, I find it's kind of brutal. I think look, the okay. one eight is the best way because you play both, you play all Eastern teams and you don't know who you're facing in this sense that the way the playoffs are now, let's say Montreal were in or whatever, they would either always face somebody like Toronto, Tampa, Florida, Boston, Toronto, Tampa, Florida, Boston. It would always be one of those teams in the first round, which I, I don't know. I, I kind of find that repetitive. Like, you won't see as much Philly, Washington, Pittsburgh. No, it's not that it's only repetitive. Simon, you're going to finish that point. I know you want to see this way, but it's not only that it's repetitive. It's also, like, as a hockey fan, right? Like, we call Toronto, Florida, they're hot, and Tampa, they're hot teams right now. And you know they're going to – two out of the four is getting eliminated in the first round. Instead of seeing the one eight two seven, and then potentially seeing a hot game in the Eastern Conference Finals. Because right now – the first round, you're losing a Florida and a Toronto right away. Like, you know what I mean? Like, it, it would be, I'm not explaining it, but I, well, I just well, look, because, because I mean, look, if Florida right now looks like they're going to be facing, is it Washington? I believe. Mm-hmm. So that's, I'm looking at just the wild card uh, positioning. But if you were to go into the conference positioning, Florida is one and Washington is eight, anyways. Yeah, but so, who's two and seven? So right now, two is Toronto, seven is Pittsburgh. So that's different. Three that's and diff- six is different, and I think four and five is different as well. No, no. Three, three and six is Carolina three, Boston six. And in the wild card, it's you have Carolina top the Metropolitan Division. And no, then but it's play- Boston versus Carolina. They're both first place. Boston's one. In, uh, no, Boston's uh, top of wild card. They're not top of their oh, division. Yeah, yeah, wild card one. So Carol, so Carol, so basically, the only thing that stays the same is the top of the divisions that play the wild card positions, the wild card teams. Yeah, those kind of stay the same as if you were to get the one, the one eight, and maybe the 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 three and six. It's the other two uh, series that. That change a little bit. It's so also it's, the way it falls to this. Yeah, year. but I mean, no, but I, I, I do, I do get what you're saying. Um, 
It's better I, hockey I look, the other way. It's it's better like you know you, you there is going to be an underdog I, one versus eight. Imagine I, eight I, wins. I, That's I, Cinderella. I, I I I agree and I and I do get it. At the end of the day, the way I see it is is look. You, you gotta you you gotta win anyways. Oh, doesn't matter. Doesn't, doesn't matter, matter like, who, you, who, who you you're it. playing. Who you're playing. But no. You, but I'm not. Right. But, but I'm not close minded to the thought that yes, I I, I a always like watching it. It's more. I always liked. I always liked the one versus eight, the two seven, and so on. I I always preferred that. Yeah, you're right, Sam. Format. Some of the the position the positioning for the playoff is uh, it could be similar. But Ant- Anthony is right. Uh, there are scenarios where. Um, wildcard teams are actually better than the other team's division. So why should yeah. first place yeah. play a wildcard team? Let's say Boston was having a much better year than... Uh, I still think they're a little more well-established than New York, to be honest. But let's say Boston was way better than New York this year, but they're a wildcard team. Why should they be playing Florida and New York is going to be playing the third place of the Metropole, which is Pittsburgh, when Boston hypothetically has played just as well, if not better? Yeah, I, 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 absolutely. But this is why I think this is why I'm saying it, it by the numbers. It looks like just the one versus eight is accurate. But then the three versus six is because because. But yeah, I I agree. Look, at the end of the day, like, listen, even if the even if it's the first round, but you get it, you get a you get a you get a Tampa versus Florida in the first round, like. That happened last year. Look how amazing that was. Or was it the year before? No, I'd rather it was see last Tampa, year. Florida, fucking Eastern Conference. I was like, now yeah, I'm watching but, but this even, game. But, but even at that, like, it's it's is it rare? I don't know if it's rare, but I I, I do agree with you, Auntie. Yeah, absolutely. Um, there's one team I'm hoping they make the playoffs. So like, hey, it gives half fans something to be excited about. I hope the Laval Rockets make the fucking playoffs. Mm. They're the, they're the only. Hope. They're the only hope, right? Right now, I'm looking at their score. They're losing to freaking Belleville. If not, like we we discussed, we have to just follow our prospects, uh, the minors that are all making playoffs. Oh my god, I I'm guys, honestly, as best as you can, pay attention to uh, as to the CHL playoffs, especially in the OHL. The Hamilton Bulldogs are like they're just they're destroying everyone, and everyone's saying that Arbor Jacky. The defenseman prospect for the Canadians is Zekai. Yeah. Well, I can't pronounce the name. He's very good. He's a fucking beast. He's a beast. And I have a feeling he's gonna give Gordon and Hughes a tough decision to make. I just get That's this, good. I just get this, I just get this feeling. You have Yan Misak who's playing well in Hamilton, too. Um, you know, Joshua Roy is tearing it up. Uh Caden Gooley's Edmonton Oil Kings, they're playing well too. I think they're top in their in their conference as well. There's it sucks the Habs don't don't make the playoffs this year, but there's the future to be excited about. I a lot really, of good happened this year. I, 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 there's you know you know what it is. It's a lot of necessary that happened. Yeah, which which will be good in the long for run for this team. Run. Agreed. We oh. needed a season like to this year to make the next uh, and it, five years. And it's definitely a, a good problem to have, and this could be a good test for Gordon and Hughes to make these tough decisions coming in the offseason next year with some of these prospects coming up. And true. we'll see. This will really show, like, what they're about. That's true. I'm excited. Um, there's how many games left now this season? Six. 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 Thank six. God. Six, six more six. losses. Six. <laughs> Counting them down. Well, 
I I have to say, guys, I don't want to get you all jealous, but uh, my cousin Chris and I, we will be in attendance tomorrow at the Bell Center. We're going to see Montreal versus Minnesota Wild, who just clinched last night. Didn't they lose last time you went? Yeah, against Florida, but they lost. They lost four, four, three. Keep that vibe. Keep that vibe going. Joe, you're gonna you're gonna feel a vibe of like my fist coming to your teeth one day. Come on, Sam. Like, no, 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 no. Here, I actually look. I I actually picked this game on purpose for two reasons. One, because I have the night off and I have the day off after that. Two, I picked Minnesota because they're a very very good team. Even in the West, I don't know if they're considered an underdog or so on, but they're playing very good hockey. This was even bef- I think I got these even before Mark Andre Fleury got traded to the the team. I really want to see Kaprizov though. Yeah, like yeah, Kaprizov, talented player, elite. Played six elite. years in the KHL, developed properly, fucking slow cooked, to become the elite talent that he is today. I'm super excited to see him play. I'm praying to God, and I know Chris is on the same side with me when I say. Praying to God, price plays tomorrow. Like, please. Well, I wouldn't say why not. The jersey's, already, the jersey's already hanging, just waiting. Is it? I have, yeah. I'm having the T-shirt and the jersey. But I, I, I think there's a good chance he's going to play tomorrow. I know they say it's day by day. Just please, God, like, if they're going to lose, if Joey's going to pray for them to lose, can you at least, God, please, I, we praise you today. The return of Jesus Price. Please let him play tomorrow. That's all Please I want. Tomorrow we're winning it. So, so Sam, I know where you <laughs> stand because you want them to win, obviously, because you're there and you want Price to get a win. Chris, want... where do you stand? Because I know you're on yeah. pro tank mode. So where do you stand on this? Listen, if we can, I really would love to be there in person to cheer a carry Price win. So, yes, we got to lose, but... Uh, that would be a nice Joey, it's a lottery. I don't give a shit if we lose the next six. It's a fucking four and a half lottery. percent chance between uh, first Joey, and second up. difference. Last and <laughs> oh, second. Four and a half percent chance. Watch, like said, watch like them finish first, last, like, and they won't get him. Oh my god. If as that happens, long as Joey, we have the I'm, best odds. Joey, that's fine. I'm as coming to shit on your face. No, no, Joe. As long as we have the best odds. Joe, as long I as we su- have the best odds. I swear to God, the best odds of me coming to your house and kidnapping you if they don't get the first overall pick, if they finish last, the best odds of me coming and do that to you are fucking high. Okay? Oh God, if they make last <laughs> and don't get the number one pick. Joey, you're destroyed. You know that. All this you know, time of the annoying Joey of, oh, no, gonna lose, gonna I lose. swear to God. I think. No, but you guys you guys all know yeah, this. And, 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 and I'm even lottery. giving, I'm giving our followers. This. I'm giving our so I'm going to guarantee this. Hold on a sec. I'm going to guarantee this, okay? And I'm going to guarantee this to our listeners and our followers right now. Because we're all getting together to film a big curfew boys draft day uh, or draft lottery pick reaction, okay? I can guarantee everybody one thing. If the Canadians do not get the first overall pick, the ultimate Joey chokage well, what is if going they're second, to be shown... last, or third last. You said if they're last, I'm still going to choke you. You, just, not you no, 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 excuse to no, do no, it. No, no, no hold on a sec. Any excuse? No, you brought this on point, yourself. No, exactly. Thank you, Adri. This is my point. 
I don't, I, if they get picked one or two, I don't care. The problem I have is you fucking bitching up our ass the entire season to finish last. And if they finish last and they don't get number one, you're a dead man. What if they finish? Okay. What if they finish second last and don't get first and don't get first overall? You're going to live. You're going to, you're going to live another you're gonna season. Live. You're going to live to see another season. Just hope, but you guys just realize, hope. and I've explained this to other people as well. It's not just about finishing last and not getting first. If you finish last, you realize they can't be worse than third overall. If sure, you no. finish third last, you can actually be as worse as fifth yes, or six. I, I under, That's a huge I, difference. I under, I understand that. I okay, yeah, Joey, fine. That, we'll yeah, get that. Joey, Joey, you're right. All, we'll get that. all got that. That's not the point. The point is, it's it's you. It's you, Joey. No, it's, it's you, you guys because you're 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 <laughs> happy about two useless points. You guys are celebrating two useless points. That means nothing. We're not. We're not. They want seven. <laughs> they want seven games. All right. On that note, Simon, close it up, please. <laughs> No, 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 wait, hold on a sec, hold Seattle on. Seattle and Arizona, they won seven games straight with this St. Louis honeymoon period just to lose to Seattle. Arizona got scored on eight times by Washington, could oh. not score on the Islanders. Come on. Oh, dear thank Lord. God, thank God we lost Have mercy Seattle, on this Arizona. poor soul. Those, thank God for those four <laughs> missing points, Joey. I, I get it, but you want a team that competes. St. Louis the best. He's in this uh, seven-game win streak or much better. We still lose Hallelujah. twice. How is it possible? They're literally the worst team in the league. Oh but, my goodness, Lord, we, have mercy on us all. <laughs> I, I nah. get that, Anthony, but it's <laughs> just busting your balls. Uh. <laughs> all righty. Well, on that note, dear God, fucking have mercy on us for real. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I had a lot of fun. This was the best closing ever. <laughs> my blood is boiling now. <laughs> <laughs> You sound pretty calm for a boiled blood. Oh I'm not going to yell a, on the podcast. I'll go scream internally later. You should. No, no, you got to let it out. Let it out. I hope I get fifth overall and fucking still Look, compete. They, and this is the guy that wants to compete in two, three years. Get fifth overall. <laughs> Oh, thank you guys for making me laugh, but thank you to the listeners out there. <laughs> There's more comedy on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Google Podcasts, on Twitter, Instagram, Facebook. You all can get all our Habs updates and hockey update there. Gentlemen, praise the Lord. Jesus Christ has returned. Oh, Joey, you bastard. I love you for making me laugh, but you better pray. <laughs> <laughs> thank you guys this was awesome until uh until uh probably the last game of the season bye now, bye now. oh good night <laughs>